I'm Kier from In Defense Of, a podcast member of the Gunna Geek Network, just like the one you're listening to now. The opinions expressed are those of each individual. Check out all the other podcasts at GunnaGeekNetwork.com and get ready, because geekiness begins in three, two, one. Stand by for a brand new episode of All Things Good and Nerdy. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to episode, I think this is 308 or is it 309? 309. It's episode, episode bullshit is what I'm going to call it. Episode 309 bullshit. is what I have. Mine I'm going to say episode bullshit. Uh, last week was bullshit is what I'm going to say. Please explain to me why this last week was bullshit, Willie. I, the floor is yours. By just a couple of syllabolatic sounds. But no, 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 no. That's bullshit. You guys can sing when I'm not there a copyrighted song, but I can't at any point in time. That was a parody. Yes. Oh, that is no parody. It's bullshit. No, it was it was a parody. It falls under fair use with parody. The actual words of that song are not vagina couch. But that's not the words to the kid. Vagina By couch. the way, guess what's <laughs> Guess what's Did he break his mic again? No, guess what's getting sent to me? The vagina couch? Uh, you got, yeah, that's why it was off the thing, because I ordered it. They're sending You're the it to one me. ordered the vagina couch? Yeah. Awesome. Willie's going to live in the vagina couch. It's been his goal for a while. It has been. <laughs> There's a couple ways to take this joke, but I'm not going <laughs> to buckle build this. <laughs> yes, yeah, so for those that are wondering what we're talking about, last week during the pre-show for episode 308, Naki was going through Craigslist in the Chicago area looking for free stuff on Craigslist when she happened upon a free couch that, no joke, was a giant vagina. And we were laughing about it. We shared it with everyone in the pre-show. And by the time the show had started, it was pulled off of Craigslist for some reason. So, question. Because I couldn't listen to the pre-show because I was busy and I couldn't listen live. Um, Did it have a built-in pillow for the clitoris? It looked like it was all just like layered together but yeah like it was anatomically correct like it had labia it had the clitoris it had everything it was fairly purple it was, though was yeah. it flappy or was it an any it, it was about average not huge but not tiny either. the real question we huge. had that we never figured out is a why do you get a vagina couch and b did you have to get it custom made because i would assume no, the question is why wouldn't you get a vagina couch and yes, it had to be a custom-made job. That's, that's all I could assume. But I can't imagine there's a company making mass-produced vagina couches. I mean, I'm kind of afraid to just Google the terms of vagina couch and see what happens. Because we <laughs> saw what happened when we started Googling things like dick hats a few weeks ago. and then Did, you, did you mean to search for casting couch? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably what would come up. I've seen that site. <laughs> Those sites are boring. Willie says it's too fake for him. He can't yeah, get it the is. illusion of it. It is way too much. Oh well. Yeah. Sorry, Willie. I guess your imagination can't handle. It's terrible. That was terrible. <laughs> your imagination is terrible. <laughs> yeah, it is very terrible. Willie, Always did needed. you watch it in 3D on your VR? I haven't watched anything, any kind of porn on the PlayStation VR because it takes too much work to get that to work to happen. It's too much for very little payoff. There'd be no payoff for that, I don't think. No. Like, oh, wow, I can look around this room. Oh, oh, wow, she's just going up and down. Okay. Oh, oh, look at that plant over there. 
And Suncast says he Googled vagina couch and holy shit. <laughs> yes, I would Google it and put up a screen share, but that would get us taken off of both Twitch, Mixer, and probably YouTube. So, uh, yes, it yeah. would. <laughs> I can't do that for you. But if you decide you want to Google the term vagina couch, I can't stop you. I mean, do, 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 do. I mean, I wonder if they have a uh, blue waffle couch. No. Uh, no, nobody wants to hear no. that. Say that. Be told. No. no. Everyone Google no. that. No. No. No, Willie. Bad Willie. And now the people that Bad don't know what it is are curious. Don't do it. That's all we're going to say. Just don't do it. Do it. No, no. Don't listen to Willie. Do it. Willie will steer you wrong. We know this. Listen to Chris. Chris doesn't steer you wrong. I'm sorry. Chris has a dickless Spider-Man beside him. I don't think you can listen to anything he says. You what? You want it to be anatomically correct? You don't think that's even stranger? I mean, a little something at the very least. Not just, boom, nothing. That, that, he's looking how... I got him looking at the dick <laughs> I had to check I mean he's kind of right but the, look at all the superhero movies I mean these guys run around in spandex you're not seeing junk outlines on everyone come on Willie we're not doing that oh, no, they probably wear like you know jock straps where it kind of like covers it up I mean you're not going to see an outline I know because they're smart yeah they're wearing a cup because yeah if you just have an outline of a cock you're going to get kicked in it god no wonder <laughs> Spider-Man has terrible days he has to wear a cup all day long well, I mean, well, I mean, we saw him get changed in Homecoming. I mean, he just straight up took off everything, just in his boxers, and put on the suit. Well, it's a Tony Stark suit, so it's probably reinforced over the crotch yeah. region, so that you don't take as many uh, shots there. Built-in cup. Yeah. So you think Tony Stark asked him, "So how big are you? So I know how 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 to make this fit for well, you." The suit just shrinks to what it needs to be. I imagine yeah. same kind of premise. It measures the body. Wow, it shrinks to you. So you're saying it Peter Parker's not well, fully developed. No, no, no. What I'm saying is look how giant that suit was until he pushed the button and it all cinched up to how it was supposed to be. Yeah, but I mean, does the suit I is mean, snug. It's snug. How well does it know to be, be big down there? I mean, well, we're getting the mall rats territory here. <laughs> the back of a Volkswagen? No, Willie's talking about orange dorks. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> And you think I, I can fit myself alone in the back of a Volkswagen? Well, let's find out. Field How trip. Do All right. Will, Willie's done bad things to himself in the back of a Volkswagen. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> called Get Stuck. <laughs> I remember the tightest place I've ever been was the back of a um, a Trans Am. Her they, name was Trans Am? No, they made me they made me sit in the back seat of the Trans Am. I took up the entire back seat because I can't put my legs because the seats don't go up far enough so i have to lay down in the back of the seat sure you do sure <laughs> what what does that mean chris i don't know i don't think is, it means is this the joke where you don't know where to go to i guess it could be but That's i was not just like letting it go there's lots of jokes that chris doesn't know where to go to afterwards That's well, true. chris gets flustered about the tiniest of things i don't know what you're talking about willie <laughs> i don't know what you're talking about are you are you looking for a button to press I was looking to see if I had anything good on the soundboard to press. The soundboard I'm not updating because I try not to use it as much as I used to. All right. Can we also talk about a little something? Because I was notified about Twitter um, earlier this week. Notified about Twitter. Twitter is a thing, Willie. You should try it. It has been. Yeah, I don't don't really go to it, but um, I I, I got a notification that someone was mentioning me in a tweet. And apparently, there's a whole divide about Team Willie and Team Naki. What is this? Well, the folks in the Digital Soup podcast listened to the three episodes back episode where you two were kind of going at it pretty hard most of the episode. Now, I did listen to uh, Digital Soup episode 68. And, yes. oh, he, he, he made me smile because he's, he's on my side. 
Who's he? Names and voices, man. If I don't see you every day, I'm very bad at it. <laughs> see, you suck. See, I actually listen to him, follow someone on Twitter. I know that usually Dave's got my back because he knows I got more comic book knowledge than anybody on the network. No, it's just my no- – oh, man, and my like face and, and name, I, I just doesn't click unless I see you like over a couple of days. I have to see you like <laughs> – I mean, I can I can distinctify the voice, but putting a name to it because they only say the names like once in the very beginning, and I'm like, uh, yeah. Sometimes it's it my is memory. Tough. It's it is my tough if you memory. only listen if you only listen to a podcast. Sometimes it is tough. I mean, I'm not saying anything bad about that. It's just in my memory, it's terrible. It's a personal problem. Oh, Suncast says he doesn't know why anybody would be Team Willie, <laughs> just like gonorrhea. <laughs> Oh, because it has gonorrhea? Is that what you just said? I'm very no, 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 Team Willie's all about problem. the gonorrhea. So they make pills for those. That's another reason to be Team Naki, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, uh, Team Clarence. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm Sailor Pole uh, and his Team Weigel Crotch. <laughs> this is not being uh, negative to Naki, but I'm just saying she was anti-vagina couch. She did not get it. So well, she doesn't need a vagina couch because she has a vagina. So are you saying anytime she sits on a couch, it turns into a vagina couch? No, I'm whoa, saying you don't whoa, need to go whoa, buy whoa, a whoa. giant penis couch because you have a penis. Don't, don't, don't tempt him to do things he shouldn't do on the internet right now. <laughs> but Close that's what I'm this here window. for, Chris. That's what I'm here we for. We don't want that. I don't want to get banned off of Twitch and YouTube and Mixer and all that. Well, he'll get banned, not us. We're fine. Penis... Go <laughs> on, you know you want to see all of the following episodes as Willie's broadcasting from a penis couch? Wow. <laughs> Is it as good as a cape full of dicks? So, no, Willie, but... what you have to do here to continue this illusion is describe what you're seeing to us because we can Oh, I am. I was people. about to. I was going to say this this is not what I was expecting. Not what I was expecting out. It's just a regular couch with just dildos coming up on each of the sections. Ah, cool. so one designed just like the the cape full of dicks. Oh boy! Now, do you know what my second favorite episode of Aquatine Hunter Force is? I'm afraid to ask, but what is it? I'm not sure if this was the title, but it should have been. I think it was called. <laughs> <laughs> it was called the Internet Dropped Me because I searched for a penis couch. <laughs> yeah, it's like back those in the... not watching live. Willie just disappeared from our hangout. So it's like back in the day when I ripped on Comcast, and then all of a sudden my internet dropped. Yeah, yeah. I need to be careful and not talk shit about cable one because apparently they're raising my bill thirty bucks a month for no reason. Oh, there we go. I think. Yes, you're back now. So, what was your second favorite episode of Aqua Teen Hunger Force, Willie? <laughs> now, I'm not sure if this was the correct title, but it should have been. I think it was, it was called the Dickisode, and uh, there was a. Uh, Professor Wang, I think his name was, was trying to make a rocket ship made of dicks, and he was doing it from his uh, his like fast food place where you could like peel off a little prize like the Monopoly thing at McDonald's and say, and uh, I think Carl won it. And he peeled off, said, "You have won the right to get your dick ripped off." <laughs> I don't think I want that prize. I'm gonna throw that away. <laughs> and, uh, and so they're just waiting for that one more dick that Carl's won, and they're waiting for it. And all his little minions are like, and he's like, well, and the Dark Queen's like, why does he not want to get his prize? And then one of his minions goes, maybe he's just dicking around. <laughs> I do love Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Second favorite episode, of course. Then I just have to ask the follow up before we move on. What's your favorite episode of Aqua Teen Hunger Force, Willie? This one I know is called The Shavening. 
is because they find out they have another roommate who lives in the attic that they never knew about. I vaguely remember this one. It's been a while since a, I've seen them. He was an onion. He was like an onion with like spider legs. And he was a nice guy. And uh, do you remember what his name was? I really don't know. His name was Willie Nelson. Was it really? Yes. <laughs> and he's like, oh, oh, by the way, by the way, do you have any of my mail? I was like, oh, yeah. We just kind of throw those away. He's like, oh, okay, that's cool. Walks over to their TV, throws it out the window. Oh, this wasn't mine, so I just threw it away. <laughs> I do love Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Now I want to go and watch it, and I don't know where I can. I mean, I have three seasons of it right here. That doesn't help me right now because I think I've randomly seen like two episodes. It's... I had four, but I don't know where the fourth. I don't know where the it's other one. It's a crazy is. show. I, I remember it being very, very weird. Somewhere. And I remember there being a meat wad. It's Adult Swim, so I mean, you know, it's going to be weird. Oh, I better still have that one. Or it's all those. That's every episode was. Yep, here it is. Nope, it's not it. God, damn. yeah, it is. And the shavening was the last episode of season three. There you go. So Willie's going to go and watch that as soon as this ends, I think. <laughs> How long did that show last? Oh, God. I don't know. It got its own movie. It got its own movie. And then the problem was they started renaming all of the seasons each year. So oh, yeah. So being like yeah. Aqua Teen Hunger Force was like Aqua Teen whatever, and they changed stuff yeah. up. So DVRs never, never watched catch it. That. Never no. watched after that. But um, That's annoying. God, I'm trying to remember the title of the movie. Aqua Teen Hunger Force colon movie film for theaters. Something like that, yeah. And it just made they did that just to make uh, movie viewers say colon. Evidently, it's on Hulu. It sounds like. Oh, good. Wait, the, the show or the movie? The show. I never. I'm looking to see right now. Never saw the movie. The movie. I think if I remember, hilarious. if I remember correctly, Adult Swim actually showed it the week it came out in like a tiny little box. Yes, during April Fool's Day. That's right. It was like just a tiny little box. You can't hear it, but you can see it. So here's the good news, guys. I just checked. There are 11 seasons of Aqua Teen Hunger Force on Hulu. Jesus. 138 episodes. Holy fuck. Starting God. with episode one. And then when it became Aqua Unit Patrol Squad 1. Then Aqua Something You Know Whatever. Aqua TV Show Show. Aqua Teen Hunger Force Forever. There's various incarnations of it. Kind of wow. sounds like so how Archer were, started going. Yeah, they were that annoying and they kept going. That's insane. That was Adult Swim, man. This is stuff that shows... <laughs> this is stuff that was showing when I was in college that I remember being at a house party and it was like 1130 at night and we had multiple beers in us and they'd be like, let's watch Aqua Teen. And it was the funniest yeah. stuff ever because of the uh, state of mind we are in. Is that the best way to put it for a college of your oh, yeah. level of intoxication? Yes. I mean, they had such good shows back then. C-Lab 2021. Oh, God, just so many. It's good stuff. Oh, Squidbillies. Squidbillies. I never got into Squidbillies. Oh, God. It was so good. It wasn't my thing. But now I want to go and watch Aqua Teen Hunger Force. We have Hulu right now. So maybe I'll do that. I'm sorry, Sarah Pollen, but 12 Ounce Mouse. I was I could never get into it. That was just too nonsensical for me. And that's saying something. <laughs> True. Yeah, Hulu's been good. I just finished watching all of the Keen Peel episodes and I started uh I restarted they added the second season of Preacher, so I restarted and rewatched all of season one, and now I'm finally watching season two of Preacher. I fucking love that show. I haven't seen any of it. Uh Rogan and his boy uh Adam Goldberg, like they've done a fantastic job with that show. No, I just want to watch Aqua killers Force, guys. Awesome. It's all I want to <laughs> You're do welcome. Now. You're welcome. And I have an urge to watch community right now too, and both of those are on Hulu. Uh, I'm gonna lose all my free time. <laughs> Man. 
You had free time to give up. Not a uh, ton. I've been playing video games lately and doing housework and yard work. I have to be a productive adult. But that's that's a later part of the show. We didn't even talk about that crap yeah, right now. Playing video games is not that bad. What I mean. we need to talk about is the news of the week. Need. Live from the ATG and Studios on uh, the internet. It's the news of the week. Don't roll your eyes at me, Willie. That was actually a good transition for once. <laughs> at least it wasn't bad. It was all right. It was all right. But welcome, guys, yeah, to the I'll news of the week. This is the part of the show where instead of us just kind of BSing about all sorts of random stuff, we run down what's in our minds, at least the coolest, geekier, nerdy news that have happened in the past week. And Willie, I know you don't have news, but you have first impressions on something that just came out, and I think that's close enough. You had some stuff to tell us about the new God of War. Oh, yeah. I, I'm not 100% on how far into it I am. I think I'm about just under the halfway mark. Because I've already got spoiled a little bit and what come what what happens halfway. I'm not I'm not going to spoil that. But um yeah, God of War. Holy shit. Bachman, have you played it at all? No, but I know a lot of motherfuckers that I'm friends with on the PlayStation Network have played it cuz all I keep seeing is trophies popping up for it. Oh boy, this game is uh Chris, go ahead and tell him what what kind of reviews it's been getting. 9.9s and 10s and I think the lowest I've seen was a 9.5 when I looked at one point in time. I mean, I, it's not a 10 for me personally, but it, I can see how it is a 10 for a lot of people. Uh, when, we, when we get to the what I've been into, I'll tell you how how far back behind in gaming I am. <laughs> so, yeah, I got some I mean, up to do. Hey, hey! If you want to buy those uh, the Marvel uh, Ultimate Alliance games, I'll play with them through through them with you. <laughs> those you I don't actually have. <laughs> oh, you should get them. Do you remember them? Yeah, I played them. Yeah, I played them all. I played well. I played the X Men Legends games like when it started off. Uh, yeah, because I loved the X Men Legends games. When I heard they were doing a Marvel version of that, I was stoked. Oh yeah, I got both of them on PS4. Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, Kratos. It starts up strong. Is he still uh, called Kratos, or yes. is it? This is like a soft reboot, from what I hear and from what I've played. They don't really explain how he got from God of War three to the Norse mythology at all. It's not even oh. a big plot point. It's just, just he's here now. So, They're like, hey, he's a Viking. Go. <laughs> yep. Okay. This woman died, and his son, the mother. They don't really fully explain it. I'm not even fully sure if this is his son. I, I'm, I'm just going with it. They're saying it's his son. Or if he's okay. just babysitting. <laughs> or I'm, the greatest he's adventure not, in babysitting ever. <laughs> he's not his son. He's his boy. His, oh, my God. He just says, boy, translate this. Boy, shoot him. Just boy this and boy that. Maybe his name is boy. Name? No, his name is Atreyu. Or Atreyu. Atreyu. Atreus. Atreyu. <laughs> he better watch out. His horse is going to die. <laughs> I guess his horse would be Kratos because that's his. Uh, the only thing I'm really gonna spoil is all you guys because it happens in the very like near the very beginning. Go look up this YouTube video of um, the stranger fight in God of War. Um, starts up with like someone just knocking on his door as soon as they get back home, and he tells the boy to hide, and you hear the voice saying, "I know who you are." And he's like, and he's about to go to the door. He's like, "More importantly, I know what you are." And he goes out, and it says. Poor man's Conor McGregor out there. <laughs> oh, you'll see it. And, and he's and he just talks about you need to get out of here. And he some words, and then he slaps Kratos. 
Just a backhand slap. <laughs> nice. And he just goes, doesn't move except for his head just a little bit. And then uh, more words, and he starts, and he gives Kratos a good combination of one, two, three punches. And then the fourth one, he just stops it with his hand and uh, punches a stranger right to the ground. One good <laughs> punch. Nice. Stranger says, oh, about time we did something like this, and just stands up and gives him one good uppercut, and Kratos goes flying over the house. Damn. So you know nice. you're something's going on here. Like, this happens like just the, a regular person. <laughs> yeah, this is like right after the intro, so it's not that much of a spoiler. This is, his name is the stranger in the very beginning, so that doesn't even give away anything either. But uh, yeah, you're going. Th- but as I'm going through, you're opening up these like these things that kind of tell you like you know like mythology stories and whatever. Mm-hmm. And later on, you get uh, and the boy is you know reading them, translating them to the back because they're just pictures like hieroglyphs, kind of, but you know North mythology ones. He's kind of translating. I'm like, I guess it's like this, and this is the story of this. And then later on, you get a character that actually tells you the true stories of them, and you find out all these gods of Odin and Thor are just assholes. You hear the true stories, like, yeah, these are just a pricks. Well, yeah, <laughs> they were uh, gods that kicked ass. <laughs> no, no, they were like, they were just like pricks for some of the things. They like, there's this one point I'm actually in now where there's this giant and. He he had an argument. I think the story was he had an argument with the son or something, and he was like, and he's like, oh, I feel bad. So he went out to look out for his son. He's like a giant giant, and um, apparently Thor just saw him and said, eh, I'm going to kill him, and killed him, and he his dead body just fell onto a city, and the city's no more. Yeah, that sounds and, about right. And so you're having to go through the city underneath like his body, and you literally have to move one of his rings, like a gigantic ring, to twist something to get through a part. See, that's when you're glad that there's not smell-o-vision yet. Oh, yeah, but the scale of this thing. Well, he's frozen, so, I mean, it probably wouldn't smell. Hey, so you're running yeah. around under a rotting corpse that's laying across the tops of thousands of rotting corpses? Eh, it wouldn't smell good. Yeah. But uh, his uh, weapon, the Leviathan Axe of uh, Kratos, he gets from the, I guess, the woman that died. I'm not sure if it's a wife or just someone he was... I don't know. They don't really fully explain this yet. <laughs> So I'm just going from what I know. But uh, he got it from her, and um, this uh, axe acts just like Thor's hammer, where you can aim it and throw it at somebody, and you press triangle, and it'll come right back to you. Nice. So you can have a, so you can fight with the axe, or if you throw it, you can actually fight without it with your fist. It, very versatile. Like, and and um, the boy's always there. It's not an escort mission at all. He can fire arrows and help you out all the time. Uh, you don't really have to... You don't really have to pay attention to him too much because he just does his little thing. And he, sometimes he'll uh, jump on the back of an enemy and kind of distract him a whole lot. So he's all AI controlled. You're not having to like give him commands as you're going into each fight. Yeah. Oh yeah. Not at all. Like all, like when you're fighting, uh, you just have to press square. Like and he'll fire an arrow, whatever, like whichever like enemy you're kind of facing. Okay. That's and the bad. arrows have to reload. Like uh, he has like three arrows at the very beginning. You can quick fire three and boom, boom, boom. But then you have to wait like a little timer. For each one to get back up before you can fire another one, but you can still up the three. I was wondering when it's when it looks like it's a dual setup character, how how you have to control the other one because that's always a question. Oh, it's not not that intuitive, not that intuitive at all. Uh, or and you also later on you get like a little power up ability where um you can actually send like spirit animals out from his bow, and uh, you just hold down square to activate that. So it's not you know it's not that much of a big deal. Like um your attacks are are with R one and R two. 
So that's really, how you're attached. Is it basically okay. just one long escort mission with the kid? Because Sailor Poland was saying he hates escort missions, and it sounds like it's just a giant escort mission. Well, I mean, the whole basic story is um, the, when it starts out, you're chopping in a, a wood to to burn the woman that died. So like to like you know give her like a a, a Viking cremation. Yeah, cremation, and then you're taking her ashes, and she she her last wish was to have him scattered across the tall, you know, the highest point, and uh, that's the whole mission. Is like you're taking the son or the boy, the boy, boy, <laughs> you're taking him up to. Uh, he's going with you to uh, you know spread the ashes. That's a whole thing. It's not an escort. He does his own thing. He's there, but you never have to really you know, escort him anywhere. So it's like, an escort storyline, but it doesn't yeah. play like an escort mission. Yeah. Okay, he, that's good. He is capable of himself. Yeah, because if, if you told me the whole game was an escort mission, yeah, I would be like one of the first people, like say they're pulling, I'd be like, nope, not fucking doing yeah, it. It's kind of like uh, the Last of Us. Ellie's always there with you, but you don't have to, you know, you don't have to like, you know, like keep up with you, you know, all the time. So Bioshock Infinite esque, the way Elizabeth is, kind of thing. Never played it, so I can't tell okay. you. <laughs> it sounds like it's similar to Bioshock Infinite in that regard, where you can call on her to help you from time to time during the game. But for the most part, she is your companion and is rarely in danger. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's no Resident Evil 4. Let me go like that. Oh, fair. Oh, no. The fucking president's already getting carried away again. God damn it. <laughs> I hate ones like that. Yeah, it's not like that at all. So Don't Willie, worry about it. You think you're about halfway through. Would it be fair to say that you've been enjoying it? Does it live up to the hype that seems to have come out with it? I mean, with that much hype on it? It's hard to say, but it, it, it's it's on up there. It is one of the best of the year so far, by far. It's high praise. Like, like Far Cry Five, that was a damn good game, but this one, it's it, just the po- amount of polish. I will say, there's some something weird I've noticed that um, every day this week it has gotten an update, like a little minor update, like version one point three, version one point four. Now it's up to version one point. One set, oh yeah, one one point one seven. That's just that's what the nature of games today anymore. I think. No, but every every day, just emphasize that for you as <laughs> Willie froze. What I would be curious to ask, and when Willie unfreezes, okay, okay, he's unfrozen now. So, how big oh, yeah. do you think these updates were? If you had to guess, no, very minuscule. They're they're very minor bug fixes, is what they call them. Well, I mean, if that's the case, then at least they're on top of fixing bugs because I read reports of uh, the South Park. The Fractured Butthole came out for the Switch this last week. And there is... I'm only bringing it up because people have been talking about on the Switch Reddit that there's been issues where when they bring the game up, there's a game-breaking glitch that if you run into it, basically freezes the game and you can't unlock it ever again. You're stuck. Your progress is screwed up. And it's just a game killer. And people have been complaining about it to Ubisoft. Like, oh, we'll patch it eventually. When they go on under their chat threads and stuff like that. So I guess what a couple of folks had said is they were complaining to Nintendo to try and get them to push Ubisoft on it. Nintendo sent Ubisoft support some complaints on it and then said, well, we feel bad that your game is not working out the way you want. And they gave these people that complained like free first party games. Like here's a download Mm -hmm. code for either like Mario Odyssey or Zelda or something like that. Because like we can't, Uh, we obviously can't play South Park right now. I do want to say I'm not saying it's it's um, annoying. I'm not saying that. At all. I'm just saying it's it's weird to see that. Like, oh, okay, it's a little weird. It's every day. That's the only thing I mean. Yeah, I mean, at the same time, in today's world, if you want to be able to put out small patches like that, they're probably small enough that these things download in the background. You don't even notice it, and you're like, oh, new oh, version. Yeah. What the hell? 
even with my internet, it takes like 20 seconds yeah. to download. So, so we're talking probably like 100 megs or less in one of those updates, is my and, guess. And there is, they are talking about like a free update that later on, like a phys, you know, full on update to where they add a camera mode. Interesting. Or, yeah, so they are talking about that. So, I, mean, I think my friends would like that over Overwatch every month giving you a 20 gig download. I would say every two months, every, t- every big event. And it was only 12 gigs. Well, and that the problem is with those kind of games, there's going to be never-ending patches like that because they add new maps, they add new weapons, they add mm. new character packs. The The enticement to that game is the fact that we hook you the first time, then we keep adding more so that you keep playing and want to invest in our ecosystem. More for free. Yes. You get more that yeah. way that encourages you to keep playing the game and to potentially engage in microtransactions for stuff. Because that way you don't have skins to. and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just skins. Yeah. That's all it is. Or in uh, emotes and and uh, right. things. But, of course, it's all random about what you get, but you don't need any of it. It does not affect the gameplay at all. Right. So yeah. I, I think the takeaway... There are go ahead. no microtransactions in God of War. That's what I was going to ask. So, Absolutely Willie, zero. if you have to give it the official Willie yeah. Nelson thumbs up or thumbs down at this point for God of War, what do you give it? Two thumbs up. Two thumbs way up or just up? Way up, sure. Let's go way up. <laughs> I was trying best, to go Siskel and Ebert on you. I'm sorry. Best game of the year so far. Wow, that's high praise indeed. Granted, we're only like almost five months through the year, so there's a lot I'll more say it's stuff still to come. April, yeah. right? Yes. <laughs> oh, I do, uh, I do want to mention this as well too. Like, um, there's that line from uh, EA saying, "Yeah, single player games just isn't what people are wanting now." What, what's that? What, what's that? Far Cry Five? I'm sure there's a multiplayer mode in it, but whatever. It's mostly a single player game. There's God of War, Horizon Zero Dawn, Spider Man coming out. Yeah, I was gonna Fuck say like EA. fifty million pre-orders for Spider Man. Plenty of people want single player games. Yeah, honestly, as much as I'm enjoying Overwatch, I actually really enjoy just hopping in a sandbox game and not having to listen to people complain. Look at look at Nintendo's biggest <laughs> sellers right now on the Switch. It's Mario. It's Zelda. They're all single player games. Where you're on your own. There's a still a great draw for that. That's not to say it's oh it must only be single or it must only be multiplayer. Guys, we can have all sorts of games. But this to... is Nin- this is Nintendo. They're not known for multiplayer. I mean that's also fair too. Although Splatoon two is a pretty good multiplayer game. On <laughs> Splatoon. You take your squid tentacle porn out of here. Have you actually <laughs> played Splatoon it, really. two? It's pretty fun. They just put the new three update out a couple weeks back. I'm sure it is fun, but I don't know. I have not played it. Well, I will. How about this? If I ever do get a Switch, I will get Splatoon 2 with it, and I'll even play with you. Wow. I haven't played Splatoon 2 in like three months. I better start practicing. You got time. <laughs> That's what I figure, too. Just like you got time before you have to worry about me getting a, uh, a PS4, I think. Hey, but I think they did come out with the best cause for you to even get it. It would be Spider the Spider-Man game. Spider-Man game looks great. God of War sounds really good, but I don't have the time to play the games I have right now, so I can't really justify buying a console to play more games i don't have time to play <laughs> sailor poland asked if any of us have seen bethesda's psa with linda carter did anybody see that i didn't i don't oh that was a, that was about. during that was either i think it was during e3 or the video game awards i i remember seeing it yeah it was like all about like um save the single player games or something like that pretty much making fun of ea yeah, oh okay i'll have to go find that video then that i can't fun. remember what what uh event it was during though I don't know, but we'll figure it out. Let's move on to the next story here. I'm going to go next. My story will be relatively short, but we've talked about on this show before. Movie Pass, it's a service that I've greatly enjoyed because for 10 bucks a month, I can go and see all the movies I want. 
Except now if you sign up, you can't get the all-you-can-eat movies version of Movie Pass. Why might that be? Well, because a lot of financial experts went out there and said, yeah, um, these guys are losing money <laughs> hand over fist. We're not really sure how economically viable they are. So now they're scrambling, and they're coming with new ways to try and make money. Because, hey, I don't know about you guys. If I have to pay 10 bucks a month and kind of watch 30 movies... I'll probably go to the movies four or five times a month at least. And after the first movie, it's paid for itself. So it seems yeah. like a lot of people were doing that. And Anthony, I think you talked about on the show either last week or the week before that you'd been considering movie pass and you went online and the deal yeah. had changed. It was like pay 30 bucks up front. You can watch four movies a month and you get access to iHeartRadio. Yeah. Stuff. I already got Spotify. Yeah. I already have Google play music. So that wouldn't matter to me either. I don't pay for music. I have a radio in my kitchen. or i listen to free spotify well there's there you go so now it seems like movie pass has started to change how they're doing things and they're starting to lock things down to it's either two or four movies a month i've heard both things bandied about the ceo was asked if they're ever going to bring the all you can consume movie package back and without directly saying it basically said no here's the catch though if you're someone who got in already on the all you can eat movie version you're still in until the company goes bankrupt because my concern from the very beginning was boy i don't know how long they're gonna be able to monetize this and i'm on a pay per month plan i didn't pay a year in advance like a lot of folks did so if the business folds tomorrow i don't care i stopped paying them 9.95 a month and i've enjoyed watching a bunch of movies over that time it's an interesting model i think it was always going to be hard to maintain and I think the proof is in the pudding here that it's hard to maintain. Their customer service sucks. So a lot of people are just like, I'm I'm not going to deal with this now. And those that are dealing with it are making them bleed money hand over fist. So guys, <laughs> uh, rest in peace, potentially movie pass. I'm sure they'll keep trying to figure out ways to reinvent themselves to stay alive. They have competitors that have popped up. There's one that's called like Cinema, S-I-N-E-M-A, that I think is uh-huh. $6.95 a month or is it $8.95 a month that gives you two movies per month? which again, isn't terrible. If you go and see one movie, basically it's paid for itself. There are a few competing services out there, but none were quite as broad as movie passes. Pay us 10 bucks a month. You can watch a new movie every day if you want. Hmm. So sorry. And it was a, it was a hell of a business model. I wish I'd got in on that first year. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah. The real I'm question good. is how much longer can it last? And it seems like those that are experts in this kind of thing, which I am no economic expert or anything like that, seem to think that the writing is on the walls. The movie pass is not going to be around much longer. So if you have one, uh, use it while you can. Use it within the terms of service, though. Don't be one of those D-bags who tries to buy like six movies on your movie pass in one day or buys a bunch of popcorn and stuff on on all in one transaction because that's what's ruining it for everyone. Because they're trying to use the card ways that you're not supposed to? Yeah, pretty much. There are some folks, hmm. because when you check into something, it basically allocates... Uh, some money to your account which is probably more than what the ticket is so say i'm going to the theaters it might put say 25 bucks on there my my movie costs 12 bucks if i buy the movie and the popcorn all at one time it looks like one transaction so theoretically you could game the system oh okay yeah there were people that were gaming it there are some folks that are asked to actually take photos of their ticket stub after they bought the ticket it was only a small group of people and it randomly rotated but there are people that have been gaming the system on MoviePass, which is part of the problem. And is against the terms of service, by the way. So you can lose your access to MoviePass if you get caught. Okay. Because did it, did it have limits for like IMAX and 3D and stuff? Yeah. IMAX and 3D are not covered under MoviePass. Now, can you pay like an extra like 
Nope. I don't know, four or five bucks to be upgraded, like for a movie. Nope. So you don't even have the option to even see no. it. But if you uh, wanted to violate terms of service, you could check into another movie. You could buy a ticket to another movie and then just go straight to the IMAX showing or something like that. But that's I don't a violation know that's, of terms of service. This is violating terms of service. <laughs> I think it's just, you know, paying for one movie and going to another theater. Which you can't do at the Edwards here that uh, is by my house because they have the IMAX in a separate building. Yeah, smart move. <laughs> I mean, I've only done that once. What movie? Well, I think it was for Resident Evil, I think, because I wasn't 17 at the time, and it was rated R. And you yeah, I was like, I'll get this. I don't, think I, was, I don't think I was ever asked for like an ID for an R-rated movie till I was like in my mid-20s. I think the only reason I did it is because they did it for someone like a couple of people in front of me who were trying to get tickets, and I was like, shit. And so you're like, one for Garfield, please. <laughs> yeah, no joke. <laughs> they say sometimes, like when, uh, like when Deadpool came out, they said sometimes that that's where an R movie will lose money is in the theaters, is because kids that want to see it will pay to go see Smurfs, and then they'll actually go in and see Deadpool. That's how I saw Spawn when I was a kid. I wasn't old enough to see Spawn, so I bought yeah. a ticket for something else and went to Spawn. Oh, yeah. I remember my mom took me that. <laughs> I don't know how much of a percentage that really does, you know, on the blockbusters, but th- there is still a small percentage of people that do that, like, you know, nationwide, just because you tell kids they can't see something, if they really want to see it, they're going to find a way to see it. That is exactly yeah, I the truth. Yeah, you know? I didn't get to go to the theater that much as a kid, so that's why I love to do it now. Um, yeah, that was one of the few movies I remember seeing in the theaters as a kid was Spawn. Oh, God, another one was Blank Check. Why? I don't even remember <laughs> that one. That was like it's some Nickelodeon one. stuff. No, it was like where the kid um he 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 like goes to the bank to cash out like his grandma's like birthday check and then he's leaving the bank and someone accidentally backs into him and the guy just hands him a check like here you go and it's a blank check by accident and um he just writes I think I don't know 10 million or something 1 million or something like that and he goes to cash it out and apparently it's a whole thing where the guy who did it was like a criminal and he was like yeah. trying to, he's in, he's in with like the bank manager to try and steal the money from it. Oh, and like they were laundering money and the kid emptied the account. Oh shit. I think tone Loke was in it too. That's the third movie tone Loke was in the nineties. I honestly <laughs> don't remember, but this wraps up our conversation for movie pass. Use it while you can, because the writing is on the wall that the service might not be out there much longer. So Bachman wrap us up. What do you got for us? I got a little, uh, there was a comic book that came out a bit ago that I got on Kickstarter called Black. Uh, for those that didn't get it, um, see, the team was, sorry about the name, because this, this one's tough for me, Kwanzaa Osajafe, or Osajafo, was the writer uh, with Tim Smith 3, Jamal, uh, Jamal Eigel, Carrie Randolph, and Sarah Litt were the team on it. Uh, Jamal did the artwork throughout the book. It's a gorgeous, gorgeous comic. But uh, this was a crazy premise where it's a world where a kid gets shot by cops in the opening scene and then wakes up in an ambulance and realizes he's not dead. Goes running off, and then all of a sudden these people are chasing him down. And, of course, you know, as a reader, you're trying to figure out what the fuck's going on. Kid realizes he has superpowers. Two different groups are chasing him. One gets a hold of him, and he discovers that the world's biggest conspiracy that's been around for millennia is that the only people in the world that have superpowers are black people. And so the whole conceit of the book is actually like an evil organization that's trying to capture black people and use them. And it's fucking fantastic. It's a great comic, super good read. The artwork's awesome. 
And uh, Seth Mann with Studio 8 is going to adapt Black into a comic book, and they're already shooting for it to be a franchise because there's a second book out called Black AF. And so they're they're moving forward with trying to do Black, and then Black AF is a series of movies. Oh, and, movies. All right. Yeah, as movies. And yeah, so uh, the good thing is that it's, it's a fantastic story, so it should make for a really good movie. There's lots of different superpowers in it, really cool characters. Some of the characters you design are just fantastic. And then yeah, it's a the the bad guy actually runs. I, I if I remember correctly, it's the Man Corporation. So it literally is they're actually fighting the Man, which is fucking hilarious. And he's just this prick white dude, and it's you know it's a rich white asshole that's trying to capture black people and use them. But yeah, it's super cool comics. Some awesome awesome use of superpowers in ways that I hadn't seen before, which is really cool because you don't see that often when you get a giant battle, you know, with like two groups of superheroes. But yeah, it's um. If people thought, you know, that, that Black Panther pissed off some racists, wait till you see a movie where there's a world where the only people that have superpowers are black people. <laughs> but yeah, it's, um, it's, it's, you know, it's kind of in response to, you know, Hollywood had always said, you know, a lot of times that, you know, a, a colored lead couldn't open a big blockbuster. And, well, Black Panther made everybody that ever said that shut the fuck up because Black Panther is now the third highest grossing movie of all time. And it broke almost all the records so for another month until infinity yeah. war <laughs> moves up the but charts infinity war is killing it and had one of the biggest friday openings ever but that still doesn't guarantee that over the long run it'll pass black panther in the number three spot that's quite yeah true. infinity war yeah it's it's having a huge weekend it's gonna make a billion dollars that's a given but whether or not it, it has the the legs that black panther held the theater for so long is a different story, so we'll see on that. But either way, even if even if Infinity War does kill it, that's still only going to move Black Panther down to fourth all time. So yeah, a, a movie with a black lead can definitely open and kill worldwide and domestic. And so yeah, this studio is uh, putting their money behind a really good script. The only thing I was a little sad to see is that they are already using the word franchise and saying that they're going to want to do black and then black AFs, which is you know, black as fuck. So the idea that they're going into it with a franchise idea, that's the only thing that scares me because we've seen, what was it, uh, the Dark Universe. Universal failed five times to make a new Universal Monsters universe because they went in with the idea of a franchise instead of let's make a great movie and build on it. And as we all went to see fucking Avengers 3 this weekend, it was not because Iron Man was a franchise. It's because John Favreau wanted to make a good Iron Man film. That built over ten years to create a giant franchise, but I just I, I hope they do it right. It's a, it's a great story, and yeah, Jamal Jamal's uh, characters in it and his artwork will make us for some really cool on screen stuff. So it's it's one that I I hope they do right, and I hope we get to see it in the theater because yeah, Black would be a killer movie, and there will be no greater film for pissing off racists than a movie where the only people with superpowers are black people. <laughs> and yeah, if you haven't checked out the comic, it's on Comicsology. Um, I can't remember. I think it's only six issues in the first trade. Uh, the trade itself is really good. I think there's a, there's a website for just the comic itself on a, on a Black Mass Studios. Yeah, really good book. I loved it. And yeah, it was. It's very. It's very. Uh, it's mature. Lots of you know uh, blood and some gore. Some people getting killed. So it, it's superhero, but it's also really violent. It's not for kids. It's definitely. I mean, there's there's a one of the covers was literally um, a lynching. So I mean, oh damn! This is some some serious you know story material that they're going with here. Like it doesn't pull punches. It's it's full on. It's adult as in an adult book, not as in you know like a porn adult. But 
It is an Damn. adult comic. Yeah, adult it is. It is for, yeah, it is for mature audiences only for sure. Definitely not for kids. But it is a really great comic. Yeah, I would highly recommend it. Yeah, hopefully, um, yeah, with the deadline article, it, it looks like they're they're making what should be you know a really good film. So I'll I'll be excited to see it because man, it was it was a good story and yeah, it'll be. It'll it'll be another movie that'll make motherfuckers talk. People will be talking if this hits the theaters because it will get a ton of attention and it'll it'll bring the racists out of the fucking woodwork. Oh, I yeah. don't doubt that one bit. But that does sound like <laughs> something interesting. I will probably go and check that out and pick up the stuff in Comicsology. But that does wrap up the news of the week. However, we do promise to talk a little bit about Avengers: Infinity War in a spoiler-free discussion. But before we do that, I had to pull up Box Office Mojo because. I heard there might be some Disney on Disney crime happening here. And what I mean by that <laughs> is that original projections for Infinity Wars opening weekend were about 240-245 million. Bear in mind that uh The Force Awakens was 247.9 million dollars it pulled opening weekend. Box Office Mojo now has Infinity War trending towards 250 million dollars, taking the Star Wars crown away for the biggest opening weekend. Holy crap. I don't know. Yeah, is that is that surprising to anybody? It does because Star Wars: The Force Awakens was kind of a lightning in a bottle kind of thing. You had a lot of folks like, "I never thought I'd see another Star Wars movie again in my life," or "I want my kids to be able to see a Star Wars movie on the big screen." Versus, and I don't mean this disparagingly, but versus, it's the 18th movie in the Marvel series. Yeah. Plus, you're also talking about 30 years of nostalgia versus roughly 10 years of nostalgia. So there's one generation of kids that grew up on the Marvel films. There's three or four generations of kids that have grown up and had their parents show them Star Wars since the kids that saw Star Wars in the theater. So it had a much bigger nostalgia draw to it. And Star Wars, I think, is more universal than you know Marvel because, well, there's not... I mean, Star Wars versus Star Trek isn't really the same as Marvel versus DC, but it's. I mean, it's it's been a bigger thing for a longer time and has a much bigger like reach. I just like the fact we have Disney on Disney crime here. That is that is a great way to put it. Yeah, because it, it's crazy. Because yeah, didn't I think Avengers has already had the biggest Thursday and biggest Friday? It had the biggest Friday, and I was it the biggest Thursday or was it close to the biggest Thursday? I can't remember. It, yeah, it might have just been close to it. Either way, I mean, I it's think Star already Wars made beat it on Thursday. It already made a ton of money. When I was at the theater on Thursday night, our showing was sold out. All of these showings that night were sold out. They were coming in. They're like, if you have a seat open next to you, we need you to scoot down so that groups can sit together. And I kind of looked at them. I was like, then maybe they shouldn't come to a movie five minutes before it starts on opening night. I'm not moving. Yeah, those people that do oh, that yeah. when there's not assigned seats, F those people. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like literally trying to move people. I was like, no, 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 no. Their own fault is they didn't show up until five minutes before a movie was supposed to open. I showed up 50 minutes before the movie started so I could get the seat I wanted. <laughs> yeah, see, I, I, I like having uh, the assigned seats at the, the VIP that I go to, which actually I was surprised the first showings were at 1130. And so I was waiting to find out if a friend was going to go with me and the first row got sold out in the VIP. So I was like, oh, I'll just go to the second showing. No big deal. It's not on the giant screen, but it's still the big screen. It's still the VIP. Bought the first two seats in the front middle row. And then when I checked it the day of, there were four seats in the third row behind us. And that was it. By the time the movie started, there was maybe eight more people in the VIP. Like the VIP of the second showing not on the giant screen at my theater was almost empty. Like it was insane. What exactly is the VIP? It's uh, the, the VIP at the Village Theater I go to. It's on the balcony. They have three more rows of seats that you go upstairs to get to and it's 21 and above because they serve alcohol and food. Ah. Uh, and so, yeah, it's, it's, it's awesome. Cause there's, it's, there's a soundproof wall behind the main audience below you. 
So you really you never hear the crowd unless it's like a full laugh at a you know part of a movie. And um, there's no children allowed up there because they serve alcohol. So there's no kids in that three row of seats. So I pay the extra four bucks just to not have to sit in near anybody's kids. That sounds now, glorious. One it question. Is, it's fantastic. <laughs> question about alcohol consumption in your state. Are you able to buy alcohol before? No, that's only on Sundays, isn't it? Before noon. Is that it? I think Idaho oh, still Sundays. has some towns where uh, alcohol is not sold on Sundays. Yeah, it's 7 o'clock every, every other day. Never mind. That makes sense. Yeah, just beer and wine. But yeah, in, in the theater, you can order whatever you want and they have a full bar. Yeah, I know in in, in my state, North Carolina, um, it's, it, when 7 a.m., you like after it cut off as 2 a.m., except for Sundays, you can't rebuy it till noon on Sundays. But every other day is 7 a.m. They want you to go to church. <laughs> I guess. So fuck those people. Yeah. But yeah, it was so awesome working third shift at a grocery store at one fifty nine, seeing people rush in to try and buy beer. Because <laughs> I can't, I won't even let me scan it. It says you cannot sell this. Oh, at, wow. At, like at it actually blocks it? Yep. Oh, I never knew that. I've had people try to barter with me to get it. I was like, Man, I'm not getting in trouble for this shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think my we, job because you're an alcoholic. I don't think we can sell alcohol on Sundays here until like 2 p.m. or something like that because similar uh, things. I don't know the lead. I do know it's like noon because I've also had people try to buy beer at like 11:50 on Sundays. Like, sorry, man, you gotta wait 10 minutes. Like, what the fuck is this bullshit? <laughs> yeah, I need my beer. I need my beer right now. Now I get you. So yeah, we got like five minutes here. Let's talk spoiler free. <laughs> no spoilers. Avengers Infinity War. Did we like it? Was it good? Oh, talking about Splinter Free is the hard part because, oh, yeah, I enjoyed the hell out of it. Like, it was, like, we talk about the culmination of a bunch of storylines coming together. Like, wow. Uh, I heard somebody say that the Russos basically use Civil War as a rough draft. Can we put, you know, 10 characters on screen at once and make it all work? And then they're like, okay, now we'll do 40. And they fucking nailed it. Like, I mean, there's there's so little time for every character on screen because there's so many of them. But at the same time, I didn't leave the theater feeling like any character was underused. Like every character got at least a little bit of screen time. Like the way they put it together was fantastic. And the honestly, the only thing I was a little bummed out about was there there was a few CGI shots that I felt were a little rushed. Where I'm sitting there watching like a group shot and like three people you can tell are fully CGI, and I'm looking at them going, I know you weren't wearing a costume that day. Like completely, like okay, this could have used a couple more passes of you know the the magic CGI smoothing glove or whatever the fuck they do to make it look like it's actually part of reality. No, yeah, for the Blu-ray release, probably. <laughs> yeah, I I loved it. I I enjoyed the hell out of this movie. And yeah, it's I I, I think it's going to be this generation's Empire Strikes Back. I like how Draftsman put it. He goes, "It's good. It's culmination, culmination rather of a cinematic arc. It was two hours and forty minutes of a movie." That felt short. <laughs> yeah. Like, holy shit. When it got down to the end, I'm like, wait, has it really been two and a half hours already? Yeah. Like, it, it's just like pop, 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 pop. Like, it moves so fucking quick. The pacing on it is insane. The pacing's pretty good. I mean, and with the fact, you could tell by the trailers, you have different groups of Avengers. You don't always have everyone on screen yeah, at the same yeah. time. So if you get to a group you care about a little bit less, potentially, I see where it could feel slow at that point. However... When I was with those different groups, there wasn't a moment I was like, I don't care about these guys and got bored. It was more of, holy crap, what are they going to do now? It... Well, plus, and all the groups were mixed. Like, yeah. it wasn't, like, just the Guardians with themselves. Like, every time you entered a group, the group dynamics were being thrown off because there were new characters introduced. And then I also loved that they peppered the comedy throughout it. 
Like it wasn't Taika Waititi's Thor Ragnarok, which was almost a damn comedy with some fights in it. This was a movie with a lot of fights where they gave you just enough jokes to kind of let you catch your breath in between. Like the the pacing and the the comedy timing on it were fucking epic. Well, and I felt like they did a good job of keeping Thor in line with the developments he had in Thor Ragnarok and keeping him sort of light, but also having to deal with the tragedy that Thor has to go through. And there's only so much I can say about that with keeping spoilers out of it. But you could tell from all the previews, there's a lot of tragedy that's going to befall Thor. Okay, can we talk Dinklage? Is that a spoiler? Yes, that's a spoiler. We can't talk Dinklage. Damn it. What? How is I love that a spoiler. We know okay, he's in I... the movie, but they yeah, made a point. In the movie. They made a point yeah. of not saying who Dinklage was going to play prior That's to the true. movie coming out because they wanted it to be a surprise for folks. I don't but, want to ruin but, that surprise for anyone. Like thank Arkham you, Marvel. Thank you, Marvel, for letting Peter Dinklage be who he was in this movie because it's fucking awesome. <laughs> he when he heard that idea, he must have fucking loved it. Yes, he must have thought. Sailor Poland brought up a good point cool. too. He goes, "Don't forget, we've only seen half a movie technically at this point in time." Yeah, it's it's totally it's totally half a film. It's it's almost all set up. Which and yeah, it's awesome. Um, on my tablet, I've been rereading. I uh, they have a for anybody that wants to know if you haven't read the original Infinity Gauntlet, which is the somewhat basis of this movie. Um, they have it on Comicsology right now for four dollars for the the six issues of the original series. So I'm rereading the actual old school infinity gauntlet and man the start of that is so different but yeah it's it like it has that feeling to it which they just did they did really really well i'm trying to think of what else i can say still keeping spoilers out of it i'm trying to be very careful because i didn't get spoiled going in and it was a great experience i don't want to be the reason that someone has that experience ruined going in themselves and spoilers are already popping up big time in memes on a twitter on facebook youtube if you have not seen it avoid the hell out of social media you probably shouldn't even be listening to this but if you are and you're still haven't been spoiled yeah get to the theater as soon as you can because there are things that happen in this movie that if somebody spoils it for you it will it won't ruin it like it's still a fantastic film but it will ruin possibly your reaction to it yes and i i did enjoy the the odd pairings they had there of characters uh stark and strange on screen together was really fun I loved Rocket and Thor's interactions. I thought they that were great. That was good. And there's yeah. some conversation that Thor and Rocket have early on that then at the end of the movie you're like, oh shit. Oh shit. Oh, yeah, and, and, yeah, and, and for Faye in the, the Fantasy Comic League, uh, uh, Okaye and uh, Natasha together. Black Widow and the, the Black Panther Warrior Queen kicking some ass with some staffs in combat hand-to-hand together. That They were awesome. Like there, there's so many good fight scenes in this movie too. Like the the fight choreography was fantastic. For hey, we're gonna introduce a new villain and throw them at four people, you know, and see what happens. And like, damn, some of the fights were impressive. It was. It's a very solid movie. It's fun. There are moments you're like, oh, I remember when this happened. There are genuine shocking moments that I never would yeah. have predicted. Where I was like, how the hell did that happen? There's <laughs> characters I never expected to see that I was like. Oh yeah, you existed. I forgot all about you. And then there's some big reveals on characters that I won't touch on until we spoil it. But there are moments where literally you could hear the theater just <gasps> when something would yeah, happen. There were some serious callbacks. Yes. And you gotta you gotta love a movie franchise that'll do a ten year callback. They're like, hey, we have ten years worth of eighteen films to call back on, and we're still building. So enjoy the ride. Willie, what'd you think about it? You've been kind of quiet. What Anthony, I've been gushing. You've been just kind of listening. <laughs> I, I, I'm just fine. I'll just spoil everything. <laughs> I don't know how to without it. 
Yeah, it is hard to tough. talk about it without spoiling. It's yeah. half a movie, though. That I can't. I got no feelings toward it. With until I see the second half. I will say this, and it's not a spoiler, and don't go any deeper. My soul stone theories were all wrong. Oh, everybody's was. I don't think anyone mm. got the soul stone theories it's, correct. I will say bullshit on that one. Yeah, let's just leave it at that. We can't touch on that anymore until next week. Bullshit. Bullshit. House <laughs> of bullshit. It's yeah, so... I don't think I don't think I heard any theory that matched that one. So yeah, if there was one, I don't remember reading it. I'm not saying yeah, there's not somebody out there that got it right. So but this yeah, is your I don't, chance, guys. I didn't if you read haven't them. seen the movie yet. We've pretty much said all the Soulstone theories were wrong. So come up with your own right now. There you go. And there see you go. if you can get it right between <laughs> now and then. And for no, the you're going to be wrong. Yeah, for the love of God, you guys all know you need to stay through the entire movie to see the Marvel end credits. Here's the thing. I'm not going to spoil what it is. Sometimes they're just funny little laugh moments or you get a moment like Spider-Man Homecoming where they troll you a little bit. No, no, no. The end credits scene here is important to plot development. Stay and watch it. It's setting up yeah. something that's going to happen big in Avengers 4. Uh, I don't know about that. I can't say any more about why that is the case right now, Willie, but we can talk about it post-show because I don't even want to hint at it and ruin the surprise for anyone who hasn't seen the movie. Uh, I'm not going to say it either. <laughs> I don't think it's like a big plot development moment. I think you're wrong on that. I was also do it'll be fun next week. We'll have to guess because it's weird that the Russo said they can't name Avengers four yet because that gives away something in Avengers three. And so I'm really wondering what they're going to use for the title of Avengers four that encapsulates what we saw because holy shit. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's pretty great, guys. If you haven't had a chance and you enjoy the Marvel movies, go and see it. Ooh, it Avengers four, you reap what you sow. Yeah, Avengers four, we're fucked. <laughs> yeah. Regardless, it's a fun ride, guys. We're not going to spoil it for you, but if you haven't seen it yet, be careful out there. Twitter, not safe. Facebook, not safe. Reddit, yeah. not safe. Pretty much stay off the internet if you can until you have a chance to go and see it. YouTube is not safe because I pulled it up today as I was watching some stuff this morning. It's like, every death in Marvel's Avengers Infinity War. Click here. And it was literally bootleg cams of all the death scenes from the movie. And I was like, Ugh. Jesus, people. There's death scenes? Yes. I think we all knew that coming in, though. But that's that's all we're going to say on it right now because we don't trust ourselves. Who dies dies in all these videos? Willie Nelson does. Willie dies in every one of them. Willie dies in all Finally! (laughs) But I don't want to say anything else because I don't want to inadvertently spoil something by not thinking things through. I think we've kept things vague enough that we haven't spoiled anything. We've kind of teased folks and said, hey, hey, it's really good. (laughs) It's really good. Go check this out yourselves. If you do want to get spoiled on Avengers Infinity War... Do not worry. The Gunna Geek Network is here to help you on that because as I looked at the promo reads, there are four different promo reads, I think, that are spoiler-filled Infinity War <laughs> discussions that are already up. So you can Jesus, go Jesus, people, spoiled. it's the first week. <laughs> so feel free. Go and check one of those shows out. I, th- I think Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. might be covering it right after us over on Geeks.Live. So if you hang around for another 30, 40 minutes over on Geeks.Live when they start, I believe they're talking Infinity War, though I'm not 100% sure. But the coverage is there. Tons of it on the Gunna Geek Network. There's 25-plus different shows on the network that cover a variety of things. Some of it that's not actually in Avengers Infinity War. And each week we try to highlight one specific show, give you a little taste of it, and say, Hey, hey, guys, go check out this show. You might enjoy it. So, Willie, what show are we talking about this week? I'm so debating. Do I want to do a voice or not? (laughs) That's why I put this one in there for you. 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fill this out a little bit. I'm, I'm gonna test the, I'm gonna test the waters. If I don't feel like it's working, I'm gonna stop it. I don't want to cause an international incident. This week, I'm talking about Game Life Balance Australia, episode fifty-seven. Big Miler. This week, the boys have not one but two featured games to discuss, and both feature insane amounts of Pepsi product placement. Because hey, who doesn't like Pepsi? Besides Andrew I.C. Yoshimura. Also in this delightful episode, Rob has been watching more Tintin. I.C. got his eyes tested, and the lads discussed the 32-bit era game in night. Spoilers, Metal Slug is a great game. Plus, there's a quiz about, of course there is. That, that, is that line, right? Plus, there's a quiz because of course. Oh, yeah, I guess there's a, there should be a comma there, I think. But we're good. Back to you, Chris. Well, thank you, and uh, thank you, Willie, for regaling us with the tales of Game Life Balance Australia, the sister Oi! show of Game Life Balance <laughs> US. Yes, we have both Game Life Balance shows on the Gunna Geek Network now. Did I cause an international incident? Probably. No, Uncle Stabo did that. <laughs> but man, I would have yeah, more Tintin. Tintin, I don't know. If they're talking about the movie, that movie was fucking awesome, and I heard they're making a sequel. I don't know if they're talking about the movie or not, but there is a way to find out. Go to gunnageek.com, go to the network portion, and download the latest game live Balance Australia. Because I want to know more about Tintin and there, Pepsi. And Pepsi. So Born in the Carolinas. Well, looking at the time now, we are a little over an hour in. We get to talk some cool news stories. We get to talk about Avengers. So it is time for us to start wrapping things up. And how we do that is with a little segment called What I'm Into. It's our chance to share with you guys who are watching live or listening at a later date just what kind of geeky and nerdy things we've been getting into so that maybe, just maybe, you might want to check them out yourselves. So, Anthony, kick us off. What have you been getting into? Uh, My buddy's wife was out of town with his newborn, so yesterday I took my PS4 over to his house and we basically played Overwatch all day. So that was fun. Um, I, I think I passed level 50 now. I think by the end of the night, I was level 51 or 52. So, yeah, we Aww, got a, such we a got, baby. We got a lot of matches done. Well, being is that what? It was a month ago that I got the game and I was level 10. Like, I remember my first beer. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I played I played a lot of fucking Overwatch in the last month. Um, I got the house cleaned up a bit. I'm trying to think what else have I been up to? I haven't really been doing much. I've been lazy. I finished off. Yeah, some shows, got caught up on all my geek shows, I listened to a bunch of podcasts, and then, um, yeah, I finally, uh, something I'd been wanting to do for a while, I had an Xbox sitting around that I never used, so I finally cashed in my uh, Xbox 360 yesterday, all my games and all the crap along with it, and uh, picked me up a refurb PS3, and for good reason, uh, the Xbox was a gift from the ex-wife, so I didn't want it, and in the divorce, I lost my PS3, which normally wouldn't be a that big of a deal, but she took the PS3 and the one or two games that she liked and left me with all of my games. So I still had all these fucking PS3 games that I want to finish that I still own. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to go buy me a PS3. So yeah, so I've got all of those. I'd also uh, caught uh, on sale Mortal Kombat, the complete edition on PS3, because this is the one with Freddy Krueger. And so oh, I just uh, wanted oh, it yeah. because... This is the one with Freddy Krueger. And was Jason in that or was he not until the... Jason's in the next one. All right, that's right. Which I have that on PS4. Yeah, so I bought this literally only because Freddy Krueger's in it, and it's still in saran wrap, so I've been waiting to buy a PS3 just so I can play it. <laughs> that's awesome. And then, uh, yeah, because I think I got it for like 10 bucks on Amazon. And then uh, while I was there, I went through and looked at the, the pre-owned games, 
And so uh, I love the first prototype. It's another one of those open area uh, games like Infamous. And I got I finally got the Infamous 2 Collector's Edition. So I got my nice Cole McGrath statue. I can play Infamous 2. And I also picked up for 5 bucks Prototype 2. So I got that. I got Star Wars The Force Unleashed 2. Got that. And then, yeah, what I was talking about um, being behind on games where everybody's kicking ass on God of War now. There was a game I heard a whole lot of people playing uh, a long, long time ago. And so, yeah, I, I'm, I'm way behind schedule, but I'm finally going to play Red Dead Redemption because I got that as well for PS3. Yeah, so I got me a stack of like uh, 20 PS3 games to get through. So until Spider-Man, there's really no reason for me to buy anything else because, yeah, I've got Infamous 2. I got Second Son. I got three new games. I got a stack of 15 old games I haven't finished. I, I got games to play. And then, yeah, the Fantasy League. And it looks like I just saw the estimates. Um, I had been in first for the Fantasy Movie League because I chose Friday and Sunday, but they just redid the estimates. And now everybody with two Saturdays has jumped up above me for uh, Avengers Infinity War, and I'm in third. So, yeah, right now it looks like Big Papa K's House of Fun has $193 million for the weekend. So, yeah, uh, Avengers is taking all the monies. Yes. And then, yeah, we're starting uh, the second season of the Fantasy Comic League. And um, I would like to be happy to say that I won the first season, but we still don't know because we still haven't gotten final points from last month. So I'm in first right now for the danger room, but I don't know if if I ended up in third and Robert or Swampy took first or second, I may have lost the season. So I don't know how I did on my season yet, but we are uh, heading into the end of the first round of drafts for season two. And Robert left and I got a new player in my uh, league. So uh, welcome to Kyle. And yeah, Danger Room is going. We got our drafting going. How's how's yours going so far, Chris? That's uh, what I've been into. <laughs> we haven't even started. The first pick is out there for someone to make, so we're still mm. waiting. Uh, but yeah, that's what I've been doing. Lots of fantasy stuff. Nice. I'll go next, and we'll let R- Willie wrap things up. I have been getting a lot of stuff done around my house, other than going to see Avengers Thursday night. Then Friday, I got home from work, and I had to completely weed out the front flower bed of my house, get all the crap out of there kill off some of the vinca vine that had come overgrown kill off some of the shrubbery that had gotten overgrown once i did that i put down a i bunch care of... about that shit not at all but it did look good yeah it, it was a good photo you showed i had to put down <laughs> a fresh rubber mulch and stuff like that because the old rubber mulch had washed away and then had to plant some stuff in flower pots out front so i had to be an adult friday afternoon get a bunch of housework done outside and in between that also get some more grass seed down because my grass is finally starting to grow back after getting butchered at the end of last year by the lawn guys so yay that was my adulting stuff i had to do the fun stuff i've been doing is because i didn't have enough copies of rocket league already i picked it up on my switch also because why i don't know because i'm weak i've been playing rocket league on the switch because it's real easy for me just to sit on the couch while something else is on tv play rocket league in handheld mode and i'm having a lot of fun with that and then they put a bunch of old xbox original xbox games up as backwards compatible that are also 4k enhanced i found my old disc copy of destroy all humans that i bought in like 2005 the original one the original the first one. one a 13 year old oh. game i oh, popped played that the shit out of that i did too i popped it into my xbox one x and i was playing destroy all humans a lot yesterday afternoon and i was like <laughs> I love this game. It it doesn't look terrible nowadays. I mean, you can tell it's an old game, but they did a good job of upscaling some stuff, and it's still fun. It's just the animations are off. It's a little pixely at times. But again, 15-year-old game that I'm breaking out and playing on arguably one of the most powerful consoles out there right now. And I'm like, why am I doing this? This is crazy. 
Now, if my memory is correct about this game, isn't there also a thing like the extras menu where you could watch Plan 9 from Outer Space or some old... I think so. Like B movie from like the 50s or 60s? I think so. It's been years since I last played this game. One I kept of the out of copyright ones? I think, I think so because so. it was on the PS2 version I had. I don't know because I started watching it, and yeah, the bad thing is there's no pause, there's no rewind. It's just it plays, and that's right. it. <laughs> so it's, if you actually exit out of it, you have to start it over again. It's a fun oh. game. I've got some of my old Xbox original games I still had on disc that I hadn't quite gotten rid of because like maybe I'll fire up my Xbox 360 and play it. And most of them now they put backwards compatible on the one. So like star Wars, Republic commando, star Wars, battlefront two, star Wars, Knights of the Republic, Knights of the Republic two. Those are all backwards compatible on the Xbox one now. And I'm sitting here, I'm going, I've got all these new games I need to play that are going to look pretty <laughs> with current day graphics and all that. And now I want to go back and play these games. I loved growing up that are 15 years old, but I don't care because they're still damn good. Jade Empire also is one of them too. I don't know if you guys ever played that one. Oh, I have that. Well, Cinepon says playing the old Xbox isn't bad because he's upscaling to play his uh, Atari Twenty Six Hundred on an HD TV. Nice. <laughs> I salute you. I'd rather do that than buy this new Atari console that nobody knows anything about, including Atari. Atari. Doesn't want to know about. Yeah, exactly. But I think that that's mostly what I've been getting into: some video games, watching Avengers, cleaning my house, and having to be an adult. Willie, what have you been getting into? So other than God of War. I've been to the theater this week, not just for Infinity War, but for two other movies as well. Oh. Yeah, Monday I went to go see Super Troopers nice. 2. Super Troopers 2. That, that, that was a pretty good movie. It opens up a little weird for me. I didn't really like the opening, but but it it, it, is, it is classic Super Troopers after that. And then uh, I also went to go see Rampage on Wednesday. Oh. Was it good? I kind of want to see it. It was entertaining. I thought you already seen it. I thought you no, I haven't been to go see it yet. It, yeah, looks, it was entertaining. It, it looks, looks like just a, a popcorn movie. I don't go in there expecting the greatest thing ever, but you can have fun with it kind of thing. But I did see it in probably the best way, the D-Box seat. Ooh. <laughs> Where, oh, my God. That was, that was fun with Rampage. Well, it feels like the rock's actually shaking you. You're goddamn right. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, I did watch... Uh, and and I did watch uh, Infinity War and D Box mostly because those are assigned seats. Nice, yeah. Because uh, yeah, that that's that's always like oh, and I got some pretty good seats. So, bam, so, fuck you, everybody. Else. I wish we had D Box here. Sadly, we don't. There's only the one theater that has it. Yeah, I'm jealous because we don't have it. But well, we have no IMAX close by. It's like an hour and a half away, and I still haven't gone to an IMAX. Yeah, that's an theater. hour away for me. Yeah, it's either to Raleigh or to Charlotte, and they're both an hour and a half away. Yeah, it's not worth. There's not many movies that are worth an hour and a half travel time ahead of for me. That's just me. And hey, hey, I want to say, Sailor Poland, Baywatch was a great movie with The Rock in it. I no, have it. I just haven't watched it yet. You need to watch it. It's good. It was a was movie with The Rock in it. It was not a great movie. Good. I'd I say great. It was good. It was. It, I thought it was funnier than uh, Jumanji. I had to burn some voodoo credits I had, so I bought the uh, unrated <laughs> edition of Baywatch because it came with like a pizza I bought or something like that. Better <laughs> than Jumanji, I'm going to say that. That's strong words there, Willie. That makes uh, me not want to watch Jumanji because I didn't like Baywatch. <laughs> Jumanji was great. Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. That's my opinion. And you know what they say that's... about opinions, Willie? They're like asses, and almost everyone has one. That's I thought it was assholes, but... Whatever. Mine was a little cleaner. <laughs> a little... Is it the phrase? I mean, 
<laughs> yeah, there was some context there that might have been bad. Yeah. I'm not even sure I got the context, but okay. Yeah. Chris has a cleaner asshole than you. Yes, that's what I accidentally <laughs> said. Oh, yeah, I guarantee that. Because oh. Willie's furrier. <laughs> oh, I don't know that. That's what you get, Chris. That's what you get for phrasing. I don't, I'm not sure. Uh, let's test this theory. No, Chris. no, <laughs> no. Put it on your pants. Let's, let's no. test this theory. No. Let's, uh, let's wrap up on the three. show. One, two. Let's wrap up One, the show. Two. Before... Everybody turn your cameras off. <laughs> We're going to wrap up the show before Willie takes his pants off anymore because Please. nobody wants to see that. So a big thank you to everyone who did join us today. We really do appreciate it. Don't forget, we stream live every Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central over on Geeks.Live, the streaming home of the Gunna Geek Network. We're also syndicated on Twitch, Mixer, Periscope, and another site that I can't remember off the top of my head because we try to stream everywhere and have those chat rooms work everywhere. So if you've joined us on one of those sites, thank you so much. Uh, you guys have any final thoughts for us as we wrap things up? Go Man. see Avengers. Yeah, fuck your no spoilers. It was amazing when Thanos turned into Joe Pesci and started kneecapping everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta admit, Willie's right. It was pretty cool when he became Joe Pesci. There's really nothing I mean, else to say. When you have the powers of a god, you know, do what you want. Yeah. Little G or Big G? Yes. Oh, Thanos is a Big G. It could be either. <laughs> the OG, you would say. I like it. But on that note, guys, we are out of here. We will see you all next week. And until then, have fun. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to this brand new episode of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. Don't forget, we'll be back next Sunday live at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, over at live.atgnpodcast.com, channel 3 of the Alpha Geek radio app, and over at our network home at gunnageek.com slash live. If you have any feedback for the show, please contact us atgnpodcast at gunnageek.com on our hotline number at 304-806-ATGN, or even better, go to Twitter and send us a message at atgnpodcast. The music you've heard in this show is produced by Kevin McLeod and can be found at incompetech.com. 